This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Late Show Poncho with Stephen Colbert. Ladies and gentlemen, my next guest is a journalist and president of Rappler, Philippines' top digital news site. In 2021, she won a Nobel Peace Prize for her work defending freedom of expression and democracy. Please welcome Maria Ressa. So it's so, so nice to meet you. So nice to have you on here. Thank you for having me. Thank you. This is incredible energy. (laughs) You spent years reporting on Duterte's uh, dictatorship in the Philippines. He would say it's not a dictatorship, but please. Most dictators would. (laughs) Most dictators don't like to be described that way. He's but a man of the people. Now, you could also say bully. uh, Ten ten arrest warrants, uh, threatened with life in prison, and, and now you have a new book called How to Stand Up to a Dictator. That is... That is an increasingly, increasingly relevant topic across the world. How do you stand up to a dictator? Oh, my God, Stephen. What, look, I wrote a whole book about it. I mean, it's in the last page. He asked the question that took a whole book to respond to. Mm-hmm. Um, Thumbnail right. sketch. Give Thumbnail. me the overview okay, right this. Okay. Tease uh, me. <laughs> so I think the first is that you don't really know what freedom means until you're about to lose it. And the, I think I'm, I'm going to give you three. So that's the first, value what you have. Uh, when I began losing my freedom, like the right to travel, then I realized I was taking it for granted. I think the second thing... Do you feel these? How do you know that these... When it's actually happening, are you aware of the freedoms going away or does it catch up with you one day and they're gone? Death by a thousand cuts. Little pieces. Like, you know, it's like you get a paper cut and you you look away and it's bleeding. And I think what's happening to the body politic of democracy globally is that we're getting thousands of cuts and we're bleeding out and we don't notice it because each little cut is just tiny... But we keep moving, and at some point, we collapse. Mm-hmm. We're on the verge of that. Wait, I got to tell you the other... So, the, the yeah, second part... The one. second part is... I, and I use this hashtag because we live on social media. Hashtag hold the line. Right? There are times, especially in my country, what happened is that, you know, it's almost like the government took a bulldozer and was trying to force us off the line that's defined by the Constitution. The Philippine Constitution is just like yours, modeled after the United States. We have a Bill of Rights... And what we did is, I kind of said, hold the line, link arms, do not voluntarily give up your rights. And we didn't. And 
That's how you stand up to a dictator. There are costs, but we're still here. It's six years after the Duterte administration, and we have a new administration. There are other things to deal with, with elections. And, um, and I guess the last part is, I use this phrase, the present moment of the past. And it comes from this T.S. Eliot quote where he said that, you know, the, the last novel you read is affected by the fact that you read Shakespeare, but the way you appreciate Shakespeare is affected by the last novel you read. Now think about that as like your life experience and what we're living through in history. So things that looked good at the beginning with the present moment of the past may not look good. And that's kind of, those are the layers that I try to put on the book. Because in the end, it starts with what you believe in. Who are you? What are the values that are there? What, where is the line you draw where on this side you're good and on this side you're evil? And that's an individual battle for each of us. That's where it begins. That's a long way for the question. I told you I wrote a whole book no, on no, it. No, no, that, that's, that's a wonderful answer. And I, it, cohesive and understandable, so you haven't given anything away. Now, now we need to but know about the journey. But yeah. One of the things, you, you don't just talk about how to stand up to a dictator. You also talk about how standing up to social media companies is, is important, too. Oh, yeah. So how are those two connected, uh, uh, authoritarians or dictators and social media companies, how are they connected in ways that perhaps we don't often think about? One enabled the other. You know, there's a reason why 60% of the world today is now under authoritarian rule. The number of democracies globally has been rolled back to 1989 levels. In 2016... I stood up and I said, we demand an end to impunity on two fronts. Rodrigo Duterte, our president in the Philippines, his brutal drug war. And the second is Mark Zuckerberg's Facebook. Because in the end, what happened in the Philippines would not have happened if Facebook wasn't there. 100% of Filipinos on the internet are on Facebook. Facebook is our internet. And, you know, I guess... This is the other part. In 2016, I said, America, look at us. What is happening to us is coming for you. And I, when I saw January 6th happen, uh, violence on Capitol Hill, something we have never seen before, but the same methodology, bottom-up social media, lies, mm -hmm. a fact, you know, becomes a lie or a lie said a million times becomes a fact. So you can't distinguish. Then it comes top down from the government, from the president himself, same methodology. And then you have no idea where truth lies, right? So in our case, what we saw is all of a sudden society was splintering. And how do you react to this? Uh, I think the other part is that because... This is where I'm going to be like Sisyphus and Cassandra combined. Three sentences I've said repeatedly since 2016. If you don't have facts, you can't have truth. Without truth, you can't have trust. Without these three, we have no shared reality. We can't solve any problems. We have no democracy. That's what social media has done. It has come in and used free speech to stifle free speech. Mm. Right? Mm. Well, there's a lot of talk in, in, in talking about uh, regulation or uh, at least um, editorial control of 
uh, social media like Facebook or Twitter in this case. Elon Musk has made a, a big noise about yeah. how he believes in free speech. Do you have a message for either one of those CEOs or men like them um, about uh, how they can do the right thing with their social media as opposed to perhaps the most profitable or expedient thing? Well, that's the biggest problem is that all of a sudden our public sphere is governed by a, an economic system we didn't even have a name for. Now, in 2019, it's, it was named by a Shoshana Zuboff, a Harvard emeritus professor. She called it surveillance capitalism, right? So think about, oh, I don't have my phone. <laughs> so think about, you pull out your phone, right? What is, this is, social media is mildly addictive, right? You're supposed to scroll. And all of that is, is actually, what keeps you scrolling? Lies. This is an MIT study from 2018. Lies spread faster and further than facts. What else keeps you scrolling? Fear, anger, hatred, us against them. Multiply that, right? So more money comes in as you become more afraid, as you become more hateful, and it impacts us on many levels, personally, right? Psychologically, sociologically, the second one, we behave differently in groups. And then finally, that last part, which we rarely talk about, is emergent human behavior. What kind of species behavior are we encouraging with this information ecosystem. It is the worst of who we are. This is what I saw in the Nobel lecture. It's what I said there, but it is backed by facts and evidence. The data doesn't lie. Thank you so much for being here. Thank, Thank you. you for the clarity with which you expressed that. Thank you. Her book, How to Stand Up to a Dictator, is available now. Maria Ress, everybody. Happy Holidays from The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert. We're dropping your favorite Colbert classics with the biggest stars until we're back on January 3rd with all new episodes. Watch The Late Show with Stephen Colbert weeknights at 11.35, 10.35 Central on CBS and Paramount+. Plus. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and subscribe to The Late Show on YouTube for exclusive content and more. Grand Canyon University, an affordable private Christian university, is one of the largest and fastest growing universities in the country, offering more than 270 programs online. In addition to federal grants and aid, GCU's online students received nearly $130 million in institutional scholarships in 2022. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu slash myoffer to see the scholarships you may qualify for. New CBS Sunday. You collect rewards, right? This is how I make my living. When something is lost, everyone's looking for something. He finds it. You strong swimmer? So-so. So-so. So-so's okay. Justin Hartley stars. I survive. You make quick, smart decisions. If you never let panic take the wheel. Sounds cool. It is cool, actually. Very cool. Tracker. New Sunday on CBS and streaming on Paramount+. Plus.